you feel it. The stress, overwhelm, anxiety, your soul is burdened. It needs more. I'm going to tell you, you can do all the right things. Eat the clean, organic, healthy meals that are Pinterest and Instagram worthy. Have a solid workout routine. Drink your water. Say the positive affirmations. Read the motivational books. But if your soul is not nourished, you will never, ever be fulfilled. You'll never be truly healthy and live in freedom. Ever. Today, I have something a little bit different for you. I think you'll enjoy this. I did. I was asked to do a presentation at the Early Childhood Christian Network, and I delivered a keynote address, and the room was full of about 500 preschool teachers and directors. This was such an honor for me to do this, and I felt so very grateful. So I'm repurposing that audio uh, and using it for today's podcast. So if the audio sounds a little bit different, that's because this was recorded live and I'm wearing a microphone, and I also had props. So if you're a visualization uh, person, uh, you will notice when I'm talking about baggage, I just want you to picture in your mind, I had a big, huge backpack that was stuffed full, like a camper's backpack, a hiker's backpack and I had a big huge duffel bag that was stuffed full for a ball and chain I had a ball and chain uh, from a like Hollywood uh, excuse me like a Halloween store and then uh, for headphones I had headphones my daughter's headphones to be exact and uh, finally for a mask I had like a Mardi Gras mask so if you're a visual person, those are the props I had. So I want you to see those props as you're listening to this podcast. And I hope that this nourishes your soul today. It's time for us to stop living in captivity and walk in freedom. So please welcome my friend, Jennifer Pickett. My goodness, what a welcome. Can you guys hear me? I am, when I say I'm beyond grateful to be here, I am beyond grateful to be here with you today. I feel like God has given us a specific word and I'm just excited to get to be the one to deliver it to you. And my prayer is that I would get out of the way so that his voice can be heard. So I'm sure right now you're thinking, oh my goodness, like you've had a full day. You've been in sessions all day. You've been with your friends. You've been with your coworkers. You've heard all of these great ideas. So I would imagine right now, your head is swirling. Like you've got all these ideas and you're thinking, okay, how am I gonna get all this done? And you might even be tempted to like, make some notes real quick so you don't forget something. And then your mind goes to home because after this, you're going home and there's, a mess waiting on you at home. There's something going on, right? There's people who are waiting for you to feed them because they forgot how to feed themselves somehow. (laughs) So you might just have a tendency to just kind of check out, but I'm gonna ask us all to do something. Can we just pause? Can we pause for this next short time together and just listen to what God has for us? So often we are so busy going and doing and God has something for us and we're just not willing to listen. And I know I have made that mistake way too many times. You feel it, don't you? You feel it. The stress, the overwhelm, the anxiety, your soul is burdened. 
It needs more. But we live in a world gone mad. How do you maintain your sanity and have an impact in the middle of this craziness? So today, I wanna prepare you for battle. I wanna equip you. I want to expose the areas of captivity and I want to empower you with the keys to soul nourishment. So in today's session, we're gonna cover the reality of captivity. We're gonna go over freedom, which is what God's design is for us. We're gonna cover the areas of captivity, talk about the five R action plan so we can walk in freedom. Now, just a little bit of housekeeping before I get started, because we're gonna end with a, just a special song. So just a little bit of housekeeping. Um, if you do not have a chance to make it to the Nourish to Flourish Wellness Empowerment for the Weary Teacher Breakout Session, I wanted to make the slides available to everybody, okay? So I cover a lot in that session. So um, if you want those slides, just access that QR code. You've been doing it all day. Access the QR code and you will have, you'll provide your email and then you will have access to those slides. So like down the road when you're like, God, what did Jennifer say about stress management? She gave a great tip and I can't remember. You can access those slides. If you don't wanna use the QR code, there's a bit.ly link. It's ECCN2021. And if you're ever looking for me after these sessions, after today and tomorrow, you can always find me at inspirehealthyharmony.com and at inspirehealthyharmony on social. So who am I? She did a great introduction. Thank you so much. That means a lot. My name is Jennifer Pickett. I'm a dietitian by profession. I have a master's degree in human nutrition, and I'm a functional medicine certified health coach. I've spent my life's work 24 years now in healthcare and health and wellness. Uh, several years ago, I founded Healthy Harmony when I saw a very distinct need for women to transform their health, body, mind, and soul especially from a Christian perspective. It just seemed that everywhere I looked, everything was so disjointed. God makes everything to work together. In 2020, I was so excited to start a podcast. Um, and so that is what I do professionally. Doesn't that sound good? Come on, give me some credit. Doesn't that sound good? Okay, let's get real. Y'all, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean a thing. I'm a great example of knowing better, but not doing better. There's a big difference in knowing and doing, right? In the pursuit of health and happiness, in the day-to-day -day craziness and trying to survive in the search for fulfillment, we miss what matters the most. And that's the nourishment of your soul. So if anybody knows better, I mean, it should be me, right? I mean, I've got the experience and the training and the education. So I've missed some things. So I'm taking off the mask today. I'm just gonna get real and open and honest and vulnerable with you. So if you're struggling, I want you to know I see you and I understand. I know what it feels like to go through grief. I lost my mom eight years ago. And to go through periods of depression and be consumed with fear and worry and anxiety. I know what it looks like to have poor stress management and a lack of self-care, emotional health issues, negative self-talk, feeling unworthy, just feeling like a phony. And I certainly know what it feels like to just have inadequate soul nourishment, to not really pay attention to what means the most. And honestly, with all of those things, that's probably why I had some physical health issues, 
like thyroid insufficiency and poor gut health and inflammation and blood sugar issues because it all goes together. They say that 75% of women experience moderate to severe stress. Moderate to severe stress. Now, I'm gonna confess to you, I was Googling startling statistics. Startling statistics for women. And it dawned on me, I was like, Jennifer, you don't need to see somebody else's statistics. I don't need to read some scientific reports to know that women are overwhelmed. I talk to women all day every day. And I'll tell you what I hear. I I hear struggle and I hear overwhelm and I hear stress. So here's my statistic. 100% of women feel overwhelmed. All of us do. Do y'all agree with that? Is there anybody in here that's you're like, no, I'm good. You're hunky-dory. Is anybody here singing zippity-doo-dah? We all struggle. We all struggle. So how are you feeling right now? Do you feel weary? Do you feel burdened? Do you feel overwhelmed? You know, I've made the joke before, I feel like I'm juggling a bunch of balls and I'm trying to juggle a bunch of balls and I'm like, don't bump into me because I'm gonna drop some balls. Do you feel like that? You're juggling a lot. And in the middle of juggling all of that, I want you to sit here today and, and understand, how does my soul feel right now? What's my soul condition? Have I had any soul care? The question is, what are we missing? I know I've asked myself this question, what am I missing? I feel like I'm doing everything right. What am I missing? For me to be truly healthy, for me to be truly fulfilled, for me to have a life of harmony, what am I missing? And I hear this same struggle from my clients. What am I missing? And I'm gonna tell you, from a health standpoint, you can have it all together. You can have the most gorgeous, clean, organic, healthy meals that are totally Pinterest and Instagram worthy. You can have a killer workout routine and be the woman that that runs marathons. You can say the positive affirmations, read the motivational books, but if your soul is not nourished, you will always fall short. You will never, ever be fulfilled. My role here today is to equip you for battle. This is a spiritual battle. This is a battle for your soul and you are under attack. How do I know you're under attack? Because I know what you do for a living. I know the impact that you're having. You're changing the world around you one life at a time. Of course you're under attack. Of course Satan wants to stop you. But you've gotta get that battle mentality and understand that it is a battle. You've got a bullseye on your back. So I want you to walk out of here empowered and ready to walk in freedom. And y'all, there's some stuff holding us back. We are being held captive. We are slaves and we don't even realize it. The most powerful form of captivity is when you don't even realize you're being held captive. When the captor has you so deceived You're like, it is what it is. Nothing better exists. Yet deep in your soul, you know. You long for more. Your spirit, your soul longs for more. You long to be set free from that constant hamster wheel running over and over and over and never getting anywhere. 
So we're gonna go over some areas of captivity. But before I do, can I just say something real quick? Captivity, enslavement, that's not God's design for us. That's not supposed to happen. What does he say? Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I think it was Eugene Patterson that summed up those iconic words of Jesus and said, live freely and lightly. Doesn't that sound better? Live freely and lightly. That is what he has for us. But there's some things getting in the way. So that's what we're gonna go over. The first thing is baggage. We have been going through life and we have got heavy bags stuffed full. Bags full of past mistakes, past failures, present concerns, future worries, all those mistakes from your past, you're just carrying them around. We've messed up, we've all messed up. We can't hit rewind, we can't go back to last week, last month, last year, so we just keep carrying this stuff around in big, heavy bags. The bags are even heavier by all the guilt and the shame we feel because we messed up, so we just feel like we're supposed to carry these around. It's not supposed to be this way. Dr. Tony Evans says, God looks at your future while the enemy tries to keep you in your past. God will never define you by your past issues, but Satan will try to confine you by them. We feel like this is my burden, my fault. I'm just supposed to carry these around. This is a form of captivity. And it's not the only one. There's some other areas of captivity. Every day I talk to women about health, about physical health, mental and emotional health, and spiritual health. So often we don't look at how all of those work together. And from a physical health perspective, y'all, I think what I love about studying the human body is that it is so amazing. It's got this beautiful, intricate design. It is designed by God himself. And he put these systems in place. By the way, it all works together. No matter what traditional healthcare tells you, and you go to all these different people for different body parts, it all works together, okay? But it, that body requires care. Now, unfortunately, I'm gonna sit down to do this so I don't talk, uh, like stumble over in front of you guys. Um, unfortunately, we are so busy taking care of everyone else that there's very little self-care for us. We're natural born caregivers. It's how God made us. We're good at taking care of others, but when it comes to ourself, we just don't have time. In fact, when I say the word self-care, most people say, it's kind of selfish. I'm gonna sacrifice my self-care so I can take care of others. We gotta have a little bit. When we don't care for the body, things start going wrong. I certainly see that in my own life. Losing my health in the process of trying to grow a health and wellness business. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> Way to go, Jennifer. But it's the reality. As women, we just get so busy and wrapped up. 
And then we start to allow some of these physical ailments, these symptoms to define us. And it's such a clever tool from Satan. I know that when I've not been taking good care of myself, when I don't prioritize self-care, I have no patience. How about you? (laughs) My kids would be more than happy to tell you about this, so please don't ask them. They would tell you in great detail. When mama's not taking care of herself, things don't go real good at home. But it's, it's just that I have nothing left. I'm not as loving. I'm not as grace-filled. I'm not as generous. What about mental and emotional health? Are we all struggling? You better believe it. We were struggling before 2020. Now it's 10 times worse, 100 times worse, 1,000 times worse. You know, we typically don't address mental and emotional health. I know I don't. My tendency, I'm, a, I'm what you call a shover downer. Anybody else, like the difficult stuff, the difficult emotions, don't really have time for it. I'm gonna shove that down and act like it doesn't exist. Let me tell you, the body keeps score. And after a while, it bubbles up and it causes some problems. We allow ourselves to be defined by our struggle. I hear my clients say, use the I am statements. I am anxious, I am depressed, and that is defining them. We cannot allow our mental and emotional health status to define us. We can only be defined by who we are in Christ Jesus. What about spiritual health? I will confess to you, I am a wonderful checklist Christian. I'm great at it. I was, I was saved at a very young age. I've been in church my whole life. I know exactly what to do and what to say. So when I say checklist Christian, this is what that means. Go to church, check. Wear a cute outfit to church, check, check. Drag my family, fight with my family on the way to church. Come to church and smile, check. <laughs> do a quick devotional in the morning to be quickly followed by spending more time on social media, check. Checklist Christian. We look the part, we act the part, but there's no meaning. There's no fulfillment. We're just going through the motions day after day. The things that look good. Nothing is nourishing our soul. Hebrews 12:1 says, let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. How can we run with endurance like this when there's stuff dragging us down? and holding us back? The answer is, we can't. Let's move on to the next form of captivity. Are y'all proud of me for balancing like that? Somebody please notice that, thank you. You know, as we're struggling and as we're trying to cope, we turn to things to cope to numb the pain. And it's what we do to cope that keeps us in captivity. Numbing the pain can look like browsing social media, binging on Netflix, emotional eating, drinking, spending. What we do to cope because we're not nourished, we're not fulfilled is what's keeping us in captivity. Headphones. Loud, blaring headphones that are full, 
They're spouting negative self-talk, toxic thoughts, fears, lies from the enemy. It's constant dialogue running through your mind. These thoughts, these lies, in fact, they're so familiar, you accept them as truth. You're so used to hearing them. You're not enough, you'll never be enough. I hope no one finds out who you truly are. You're a fake, you're a phony. She has a great life. I'll always struggle like this. It will never get better. God doesn't care. It's lies, it's all lies. And the lies are so loud that it's drowning everything else out. We can't hear anything else. Lisa Turkhurst says, the more I entertain the lies, the heavier my heart becomes. Lies tap into deep wounds in the heart and the deeper insecurities we have as wives and mothers. Lies affect the perceptions that we form. Those perceptions become the beliefs we carry. Our faith gets fractured by the lies we let inform our beliefs. God knew we'd struggle with this. That's why he says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12, two. All these struggles, all these struggles, and what do we do? We dress it up. We put a smile on our face and we put that mask in place. We can't let anybody know we're struggling. It's fine, I'm fine, everything is fine. How are you? I'm fine. It makes me think about years ago, um, my mother had been in the hospital for almost a month and I was with her and I had stepped out in the hall and um, I just needed a breather. And this gentleman walked by and he said, how are you? And automatic, with my mask in place, I'm fine, how are you? Fine. I wasn't fine. My mother was dying and nobody knew why. The last thing I was was fine, but that was my first response. The man walked off. I stood there and he came back and he put something in my hand. He put this cross in my hand. He said, I thought you might need this. God in his infinite mercy and loving kindness allowed that man to see beyond my mask and God knew I needed something that day. I needed something that day. I will never forget that man and his obedience. I wish I knew who that was because I will. that has always stayed with me. But y'all, how often are we in that pattern? We wear that mask, we're struggling, we're hurting, we're, I mean, we are on the edge of desperation, but yet we're wearing a mask like everything is fine. It is exhausting wearing a mask. None of us have it all together. We're all a mess, by the way, okay? We're all a mess. My pastor says train wreck. We're all train wrecks. Nobody has it all together. We've gotta let go of the mask so that we can help each other and encourage each other and empower each other. I love these scriptures. Galatians 15, three. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. 
2 Corinthians 3, 17. Now the Lord is the Spirit and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Now we're talking. That sounds refreshing to me. That sounds so much better than captivity. So how do you break out of captivity? I've got a five R action plan for you that I'm gonna go through. Number one, it's, it's, we're gonna talk about reflect, reject, rally, realign, and restore. So you can walk in harmony and live in freedom. Reflect. First of all, practice mindfulness. Where am I at right now? What's the condition of my soul? You know, mindfulness is just simply self-awareness. That's it. Ask God to reveal what's going on. Do you need to let go of some baggage? Let go of some guilt and shame for your past, from your past? Do you need to forgive yourself, show yourself some grace so you can move forward? You know, at the end of 2018, I had launched my business, Healthy Harmony. I really felt like God wanted me to start this business. And when I tell you nothing was happening, I mean nothing was happening. <laughs> Nada. <laughs> nothing. Business launch and crickets. And so at the end of 2018, I'm doing my quiet time. I'm praying to God, okay, what's gonna be my strategy for 2019? I need a word for the year. Now, I've always done a word for the year and typically it's something very motivating and empowering. It might be like determined, empowered, focused, like empowering words. So as I'm praying um, for my word of the year for 2019, I felt God whisper to my heart, reveal. And I was like, what? Reveal? I need something I can inscribe on a bracelet. Lord, you know I love those rustic cut bracelets. I need, a, I, need, I need a word that I can inscribe on a bracelet. Reveal. And God whispered to my heart, if you're gonna help people walk in freedom, you've gotta stop living in captivity. And there's some things that I need to reveal to you. When we ask God to reveal those areas, he will reveal those areas. And y'all, there is so much freedom in that. Reject. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. It never works. So we have got to reject the lies, reject the constant busyness, reject the distraction, our, our, our wanting to distract ourselves and reject the tendency to numb the pain with everything else that never truly satisfies. We gotta reject the busyness. Look at that number, 2,617. That is how, much, how many times the average person touches her phone during the day. Is anybody else guilty? I cannot be the only one in here. Y'all, that is shocking. I hate it when those reports pop up at the end of the week and I'm like, oh. And I'm really like, like looking over my shoulder, like please don't let anybody else see this. I mean, my goodness. But think about it, we're being bombarded with constant information. We have access to all information. My new client, Christy said just yesterday, she said, God did not mean for us to know what is going on in the world, every heartache, every tragedy at all times. I don't think he meant for us to know all of that. But yet we do. And people have access to you. 24-7, there is no turning it off, right? You're available non-stop. It's, it's hurting us. 
John Eldridge, I highly recommend this book. It's, um, it's Get Your Life Back by John Eldridge. Sorry, I don't have the cover on it. Um, so, so good. John Eldridge, as he's talking about the phone, he says, it confuses the soul into artificial meaning and purpose, all the while preventing genuine soul care and life with God. Who has time to read a book, plant a garden? What has become the normal daily consumption of input is numbing the soul with artificial meaning and purpose, while in fact the soul grows thinner and thinner through neglect, harmed by the very madness that progresses, that passes for a progressive life. It's not worth it, is it? It's a weapon. Rally. I hope in this discussion today, that your eyes have been opened, that you're seeing the weapons, you're seeing the captivity. Because I need you to get mad. I need you to realize your enemy. John 10.10, the thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. It's time for you to get angry and it's time for you to get determined and it's time for you to fight back. How are you gonna do that? Women, you're the heartbeat of your home. You're the heartbeat of your neighborhood, of your church, of your community. Yes, I know men are the head. I'm not denying that. Women are the heartbeat. We set the tone. So when we live in captivity, our kids are gonna live in captivity. And it's time for us to break out, but we gotta get determined. We might need to let go of some things in the past. We might need to get some help. I've got a new counselor I'm so excited about. I've been to counseling before. I'm going back because I think it's that beneficial. In fact, earlier this year, uh, speaking of getting some help, I went and met with my pastor. I am not one to ask for help. Remember, I'm the one that likes to wear a mask and act like everything is just fine. I don't like to ask for help. I'd rather figure it out on my own. I would rather you think I have it all together, and that's wrong. So I went to my pastor and I said, I'm just proud of myself for being here, but I'm struggling. I was in a downward spiral. Y'all, that, that conversation was so beneficial from so many aspects. He prayed for me. He offered practical, godly wisdom. And I was so glad I asked for help. So what kind of help do you need today? Do you need a coach? Do you need a pastor? Do you need a counselor? Who do you need to get help from? Because you cannot do this on your own. It's too much. The burden is too heavy. Find your community. We have fight clubs at church. These are small groups. Now, we don't fight each other, don't worry. We fight for each other on our knees. And it's a very small group where we can take off the mask, be open, be real. We pray for each other. We encourage each other. We point each other to resources. It has been so very helpful. Find your community. Find your fight club. We're in this together. And if you don't have somebody, y'all pray about it. I've done that too. God, I need somebody. And he will send that person to you. Realign. One of the most important steps right here. Realign. You know, I talked about reflection and being mindful. The beauty about being mindful is that you start to become more intentional. Mindfulness says, you know what? My soul is not nourished. I've been like Jennifer's been. I've been a checklist Christian and I'm not getting any fulfillment out of that. 
Maybe I need to make quiet time a priority. That's intentional. I'm gonna make quiet time a priority. Y'all, that has to come first. We have to abide in him. And that is what soul nourishment, that is what soul care looks like. I love this scripture. I'm the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. John 15, five. Abide in me. The question, am I abiding or am I doing a drive-by? I think most of the time I'm doing a drive-by and the Lord's like, there she goes again. (laughs) Is that working for you, Jennifer? Nope, but here I go again. We've got to abide. This is where we get our nutrients. This is where we get our very life. Now, I'm fortunate enough to go to City Church Melissa right up the road, whoop, whoop. And y'all, we've been meeting, we planted this church, we've been meeting in a middle school, a stinky middle school, um, for what, five, six years? Like, it's been a long time. Well, God opened up some amazing doors. We bought a vineyard that has amazing facilities on it, a vineyard. Now, I know the question going through your mind, you're like, what do y'all do for a communion up there at City Church, Melissa? It's still grape juice. But the beauty of this campus, every time I pull on that campus and I get to pass all of those vines, I'm just reminded, abide in Him. Because you see, when I try to do my own thing, it never works. And I've spent a lifetime trying to do my own thing. And then I'll try to come back and then I mess up again. We have to abide in Him. Restore. We can restore our soul no matter how how burdened, how weary, how overwhelmed your soul is. You can restore your soul by connecting with your creator and connecting with his creation. Psalm 4610 says, be still and know. How often are we still? You know, when you're in your classroom and you're like, be still, okay, we gotta be still. They're not still. But how often are we still? We're too busy. We got stuff to do. God, I don't have time for this. I gotta go. Be still and know. That was my mom's favorite verse. I've got it hanging in one of my areas where I do my quiet time. Just as a reminder, because we're so used to the busyness. We're so distracted. Connect with his creation. What's his creation? Nature, his people, I think animals are included in his creation. What can you do to nourish your soul? Your soul, what restores your soul? Being in nature. We just got back from the beach a couple weeks ago. Y'all, it's real easy for me to feel that soul restoration when I'm sitting there. I'm standing on the, on the, on the beach and I feel the water rushing over my feet and I'm looking at the horizon and it's early in the morning and there's nobody out. Like, I feel my soul is restored. But the reality is I don't live at the beach. I live here. I want a beach house, by the way. I want a mountain home too so I can do wellness retreats, but that's beside the point. What can I, what can I do? What can you do? 
to restore our soul on a daily basis. Can we walk outside and look at His creation and take a deep breath? Sure. Can we listen to some music? Y'all, we connect with music. Petting the dogs is even beneficial. That's His creation. My dogs appreciate that, by the way. They wanted me to include that in this talk. (laughs) And connecting with His people. Do you have that friend where you spend time with her and you walk away and you're like, God, that was just good for my soul. Now, I'm not talking about the the negative Nellie. Hopefully no one's named Nellie, right? I'm not talking about the negative Nellie. I'm talking about that person and you're just like, man, I needed that. Y'all, that's God's design. All of those things restore our soul. Proverbs 3, 8 says, this will be health to your body and nourishment to your bones. So what happens? What happens if we leave here today and we don't do anything? We just keep on that hamster wheel, running and running and not going anywhere. We keep acting like a checklist Christian. We just keep on keeping on. We keep on in survival mode. I'm great in survival mode. What do we have to lose? We've got the mask firmly in place. What do we have to lose? Everything. How do you move forward like this? How do you move forward like this? You're way down, you can't barely move. You feel like these bags are your cross to bear. You're not gonna let those down. And you're so tired, you're so weary. And all of this, you can't let anybody see, so you just keep that mask firmly in place, smiling through all the pain. This is not freedom. This is not freedom. There is nothing good about this, but this is how we're, we've been living. So you gotta remove the mask. John 16, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this heart, you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Leave your burdens at the cross. These bags, they're not yours to carry. He died for your sins. He's forgiven you. You gotta forgive yourself. Colossians 1, 13 and 14. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Silence the lies. The thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I've come so they can have life and have it to the full. Those lies that have been going over and over and over again, the mind of the sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. Look at that contrast. Death, life, and peace. I know what I want. Break out of those chains. Oops. Out of my distress, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set 
me free. But you notice the beginning of that. Out of my distress, I called upon the Lord. I will walk about in freedom for I have sought out your precepts. So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. This is freedom. This is God's design. This is what He needs for us. This is what He wants for us. He desires for us to walk in freedom. Do you know why? Because you have a job to do. You have a purpose. I have a job. I have a purpose. We have to make an impact. We can't make an impact when we're living in captivity. How can we help our kids walk in freedom when we're not walking in freedom? Imagine the impact that you can have when you walk in freedom. Thank you so much for listening to that. If you have questions, if you need to connect with me, if that resonated with you, I can honestly say that I have never, ever been quite so vulnerable and so open um, when I was giving a talk. That is truly a first for me to be that vulnerable and just to kind of spell everything out that I've struggled with. So that was a first for me. That was uh, that was big, but apparently it resonated with a lot of women. Just looking at the feedback that I've gotten, the emails, the messages, and the women that came up to me afterwards and found me the next day with tears in their eyes. And they said, I relate to everything you said. So that's another reason that I wanted you to be able to have access to this. So um, I will have the video up on the website uh, shortly if you would rather watch the video. But also, if you need to connect with me, let me give you just a little brief reminder. Um, When I coach, it is body, mind, and soul coaching, and it is from a Christian perspective. So if you're looking for some refreshment, for a strategy, if you're looking for someone to listen, I've got you. Okay. So two options I want you to know about. If you just need to schedule a 15-minute phone call with me, you need to connect. You need to ask me some questions. Please book a 15-minute phone call. I will put the, the link right here in the show notes. And also, I do have one-hour virtual sessions available. So you might be interested in that. So I will put that link here as well. So just know that I'm here for you. We are all struggling and we're in this together. So I see you, my friend, and I can't wait to connect with you. Talk to you soon. Have a healthy and happy day. Bye, y'all.